I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome back to the Love You podcast. Today, we are talking about how avoiding attachment is ruining your love life. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to find a relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Uh, before we get into that, I want to do a little housekeeping, tell you about a couple upcoming events. Uh, exciting times at EvanMarkKatz.com. First, we're doing a new live stream presentation. It's called Follow Your Heart, Use Your Head. Uh, something I've been working on for a while. Uh, it's about how to create a, love uh, create a love that lasts a lifetime. In one hour, I'm going to share three powerful tips from Love You on relationships. One tells you how to communicate with your boyfriend so that he listens and tries harder to make you happy. Another tells you what th three things you can do to make a quality man want to commit and the third tip explains why your inability to trust will continue to sabotage every relationship you ever have, not to make it sound too dire. Um, but the reason we talk about words like sabotage and killing your love life is because that's kind of what happens if you don't address these issues. So there's no judgment on someone who is avoidant or anxious or struggles with relationship. Uh, what you do have to do is intervene and take action. And so that's why I offer all this free advice to you. So if that sounds appealing, if you are, feel like your love life is headed in the wrong direction or you've been stuck for a long time and have a broken man picker, go to evanmarkkatz.com forward slash live stream to register for this free live event, which takes place on Thursday, July 27th. The second event that I want to tell you about is my Believe in Love boot camp. Uh, I love doing these. It's the first time I've done Believe in Love boot camp, but Doing live coaching is my bread and butter. If you're tired of dating men who failed to love you like you deserve, if you are afraid of being vulnerable since every man you've ever met has ultimately disappointed you, if you're on the verge of giving up on men entirely instead of persevering to find Mr. Right, join me to break through your fear and your anxiety and receive a step-by-step -step process that will make lasting love inevitable. And yes, I said it, inevitable. In Believe in Love Bootcamp, I'll share my easy seven-step process to letting go of the past, embracing the present, and dating with confidence in a small group coaching setting, which means you and me, handful of other women. It's a one-day intensive training, takes place on Saturday, uh, August 5th, and it's designed to get you unstuck if you feel stuck and quickly jumpstart your love life. So please go to evanmarkatz.com bootcamp if you are done listening to podcasts, reading books, going to therapy, and wondering why does my life not actually change? You need to take a more proactive approach. That's what bootcamp is about. It's really affordable coaching compared to my private coaching, and uh, I suggest you register before we sell out. EvanMarkatz.com forward slash bootcamp. Now, let us begin with the title of today's podcast about avoidance. Um, I got a couple clients right now who are avoidant. Um, their names have been changed to protect their innocence, but I, I have a close relationship with them, um, and I do think that they want to help other people, uh, and that's why I'm going to share you their unique stories, and you could see how it applies to you. Now, for definitional purposes, you should understand that avoidant attachment style 
is about someone who claims to want an intimate relationship, but ultimately makes choices that sabotage their intimate relationships. Someone who claims to want love, but when someone gets too close, pushes them away. Someone who's afraid to let down their guard, finds fault in others, gets really busy. There's always a good excuse as to why something's not going to work. And so avoidance, they're, they're good people, but they're always finding something wrong that keeps them safely single so no one could hurt them. This usually comes from something deep in your childhood or maybe from your early romantic past. If you're afraid of being hurt, afraid of being abandoned, afraid of being trapped in a relationship, you might say, hey, I want a relationship, but I don't want anything resembling the last relationship. And then you keep people at arm's length. So I want to start by talking about uh, Denise. Denise was comes from a dysfunctional family. She was in a 30-year dysfunctional marriage. Um, the way she described it, I'll paraphrase, they were essentially roommates who didn't like each other, raising a family, but there was no affection, there was no sensitivity, there was no understanding. And from having to fly solo for you know, 30 years in a marriage, 50 plus years of life, having to fend for herself, she became really tough, right? Not mean. I like her. We got a, we have a good relationship, but she's got an armor that she absolutely wears and couple that with the fact that she's become very successful. Like most of my clients are smart, strong, successful women. She's been very successful in a male dominated industry. And this toughness has become kind of her whole persona. Uh, very strong, uh, very vocal about trying to prove herself, somewhat defensive, right? You, you don't want to get her talking too much about her career. She's, she'll, she'll give you an earful about how the whole industry is sexist, and I've got no doubt that she's right. And so because she's this way, none of which is her fault, she's very hypersensitive to kindness. She's in a way, so used to cruelty that she develops an ick factor when it comes to guys being kind. And this is a little foreign to me, but that's why I share it with you as a coach. It's something I see a decent amount, right? Her word that she uses is ick. Almost anything that a guy does that is nice to her triggers the ick gag reflex. Um, so she sees herself as someone who, who... Yeah, it, it, it's very internally contradictory to be avoidant, to claim to want love, to really want love in your heart, and then gravitate towards shitheads and push away nice people. So gets an email from a guy online, and these are quotes, gets an email from a guy online. Guy says, you're very pretty, will you marry me? Not a great pickup line, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. But her reaction is disproportionate to the bad pickup line. If it's me, I, I think it's kind of a gag. I read the person's profile. I see what they have to say, if they have something going for them. If they do, we screen in, we exchange some emails, talk on the phone. Hers is just immediately shut down block. All right. And what did the guy do? He just complimented her. You're very pretty. Block. Gave another example. Uh, she was, this was, I think, was a real life interaction. Couldn't tell, I don't remember if it was real life or if it was online. But a guy said, quote, how was your day? 
And in her head, she didn't say this out loud, but when she recounted this to me, her quote was, that's a fucking personal question, <laughs> right? Uh, I laugh. We, we laugh unless we, otherwise we have to cry. So that was her immediate reaction to how is your day? That's a fucking personal question because in her whole life, everything she ever said was used against her by her parents, by her ex. So you shut up, you don't complain, right? And you don't say anything that could be used against you. There's like no emotions. There's no warmth. It's a veneer of toughness, which again, might allow you to survive, but doesn't breed intimate, safe relationships, right? Her take on the world is that everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's always out to get you. Where I see the world differently. I think most people are basically nice, but insecure. And we have layers of baggage. And if we can get past the baggage, we can get to the good stuff relatively quickly. This is what I do with my clients. You fill out an application, right? You fill out evanmarkcats.com forward slash apply. Talk to me on the phone for an hour. 30% of women are crying <laughs> by the time our hour is done. We break through a lot of emotional barriers in a really short period of time because I try to cultivate that. And I'm very fortunate. There's lots of people who have had nothing but pain from dealing with their emotions. And so this is the last thing that they do. By the way, I'm pretty sure this woman did cry on her initial call with me because we were able to break through, but she lets down her guard so infrequently. So it's almost like she's wired, Denise, 180 degrees backwards. Kindness is weakness. Coldness is strength. Because if you keep everybody out, nobody could hurt you. And so our job in Love You is to rewire her to get rid of the 60 years of baggage and show her what it's like to be treated well, to let down your guard, to trust, to gravitate towards people who are kind and consistent and vulnerable and emotional instead of pushing them away and gravitating towards people who are not. And that's why it's a work in progress. That's why I love you as a six-month course, not a six-week course. One more client story, which I think is relevant because it's on the same tip. This is a story about Eliza. Uh, Eliza has a boyfriend. Uh, I'm proud of her for getting a boyfriend uh, as she was beginning her love you process. And she's in her mid-50s. She's never been married before. So unlike the previous client who had a terrible 30-year marriage, which has colored her view of men, this one had such a childhood that she just never lets anybody in. She's fun. She's cool. She's definitely a good time. I mean that in the best possible sense. But her roadblock in our work together is that she has this boyfriend, and yet her, her relationship feels like it's stagnating a little bit. Why? Not because of him. He's doing a great job. It's because she's pumping the brakes. She's trying so hard not to get hurt, to not be vulnerable, to not fall in love because every person she's ever given her heart to didn't work. But why didn't they work? She was choosing emotionally unavailable men. She was choosing friends with benefits. She was choosing historically dead-end guys that never had a chance of working, came to me to get to the other side of it, to choose better men. Now she's got a better guy and she's treating him as if he's a flight risk. She's treating an innocent boyfriend kind of guy as like he's going to hurt her, which there's no evidence that he will. None of his actions are that way. It's only her feelings. So her aha moment in our coaching 
when it took a while to get to this, was that by not being authentic and vulnerable, she was capping her capacity to be loved. So she has 75% of her relationship and it looks really good on the surface and they have a lot of fun and they travel and they make love and they talk every day. It's all good. But she was reserving something in her heart, keeping something back. And as a result, her boyfriend can't latch on to that. It's hard to fall in love with someone who's not really giving all of themselves to you. We could feel that, right? To be in a relationship with someone where you could feel a distance, she was creating the distance, not him. Usually the big problem is women choose men who keep that distance. They, she, they choose avoidant men, and then you wonder why your relationship doesn't grow. If you're the avoidant woman, you're the one who's protecting yourself. You're the one who doesn't let down your guard and show your vulnerability and your feelings. And then good men can't latch on and connect with you. And so this is a place that avoidant, my avoidant clients often land is we do a good job. We help them date online. We get them boyfriends. And now the stakes are higher. Now you actually like a guy and it gets emotional and she gets emotional. She, again, I'm not going to say any more identifying information, but she emailed me probably three times this weekend because she's going through a personal emotional roller coaster where she keeps on trying to pull away from a guy who's consistently in a relationship. Right? This guy is, happens to be friendly with his ex-girlfriend and it really triggers my client, even though there's no actual threat. And she's just working through everything is an excuse to pull away, to break up with him, to take a break. And I'm like, don't do anything. Don't take a break. Don't overreact. Don't overthink. Everything's fine. There's not a problem here. And so my job is to kind of hold her hand through this process. Otherwise, she would have sabotaged this relationship already, right, in the few months that we've been working together. So there's nothing wrong with being avoidant, right, morally. It's ineffective towards having a relationship. The way to address it is to lean into this, to engage the help of a professional, Right. And if you are not in the position to engage the help of a professional, lean into good behavior, reward good behavior. The last thing you want to do is push good men away. Right. And your dating pool then consists of emotionally unavailable, non-marriage oriented players. Right. And then you become convinced, well, that's, that's all men. And it's not all men. Those are the men that you've been choosing. Choose different men. Don't push them away. Let them in. Your whole love life can turn around and all it takes is one. If that inspires you, go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash apply. Watch my free video. It's really interesting. It's well produced. I think you'll get something out of it. You'll take some notes. And at the end, if you feel compelled, fill out an application, get on the phone, and I will hold your hand through this process so you don't continue to self-sabotage. Um, that brings us to our transition Love you, small wins. Every week I share something good that happened for one of my clients in the Love You program. These are always her words, not mine. Here's what I have today. I've really been trying to modify my avoidant attachment style tendencies. And my boyfriend asked if there are certain things that he'd like to know about me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's too much. This is her original reaction. I don't like being under a microscope. She's pulling away. And then I decided that I would bring up the conversation topic he wanted to talk about over drinks on a date. I knew we were only going to be at the place for an hour and a half. I brought it up. And him learning about me, I botched the punchline, him learning about me made him so happy and it was so fun. So by choosing the container 
to let him into her heart on her terms. Because he wants to know, he wants to connect. Men are curious, men are human, men do have feelings. By allowing him to connect with her made him feel closer to her and it made her feel good. And this is how we get there. This is how we create true intimacy. Now, this brings us, because everything's thematic, that's how much put I thought into the Love You podcast, to my recommended read of the week. Uh, it's uh, a, a old blog post that I wrote called, Are You Secure, Anxious, or Avoidant? And it really just talks about the overarching theory of, of attachment theory. This is quoted from a New York Times article about how we get this way. And I think it's important. We spend a lot of time blaming ourselves and beating ourselves up. I don't think that's the best use of our time. I think a big part of, uh, of growth is in taking action as opposed to navel gazing. So if you just understand this paragraph that I'm about to read with you, you're halfway there. It's just acknowledging the issue that predates your consciousness. By the end of our first year of life, we have stamped on our baby brains a pretty indelible template of how we think relationships work based on our parents or how other primary caregivers treat us. From an evolutionary standpoint, this makes sense because we need to figure out early on how to survive in our immediate environment. If you're securely attached, that's great because you have the expectation that if you're distressed, you'll be able to turn to someone for help and you feel you could be there for others. It's not so great if you're one of the 40 to 50% of babies who, a meta-analysis of research indicates, are insecurely attached because their early experiences were suboptimal, which means that their caregivers were distracted, overbearing, dismissive, unreliable, absent-minded, or perhaps threatening. Then you have to earn your security by later forming secure attachments that help you override your flawed internal working model. So in half, half in, in short, half of kids and adults are considered secure and are able to form intimate, healthy bonds as an adult. The other half, having experienced, say, verbally abusive mothers or absent alcoholic fathers, sees intimacy through a different lens. Avoidant people, as I said at the top, claim to want intimacy, but they don't act consistently. They run hot and cold. They fear losing their freedom and independence. They find fault with others. They believe they are loving, but they have the inability to make their partners feel safe despite their best intentions. And so most of this imprint stems from your childhood and continues unconsciously to run your romantic life secure people, and again, I put myself out there as an example of someone who had all those blessings as a child, uh, two parents together, married, resources, lots of love and self-esteem. I'm very lucky to have had that. It's part of why I get to do this job. Secure people usually partner up in healthier marriages where anxious and avoidant people are like magnets for each other, activating each other's attachment styles. If you've ever seen a woman who's ever freaking out about when her boyfriend last texted, she's probably anxious, so you're probably anxious. And if you've ever seen a man who fears commitment and acts consistently inconsistent, right, and creates conflict and drama, not intentionally, but as a byproduct of his, his avoidant attachment style, 
then you're seeing the evidence of what it's like to date an avoidant person. I dated one avoidant person in my entire life, came from a divorced family, and we were dating for like a month. And I was sort of expecting things to start escalating, to start becoming boyfriend-girlfriend because we were close and we were getting intimate. And she wouldn't return my calls consistently. And all my efforts to take things to the next level got thwarted. It could mean she wasn't interested in me, which is perfectly fair. But I got this sense that she was trying to slow walk their relationship and that real intimacy and the intensity that comes with real intimacy scared her. So if you identify with that in any way, whether you're on the anxious scale and are hypersensitive to um, uh, overthinking and making a big deal about everything a guy does, or this other part that we're talking about today, the avoidant attachment style, I can help you. Uh, it just means being willing to get help. And it again, it doesn't require 20 years of therapy. It requires choosing different men who are secure. And then most of your problems go away with a little bit of coaching. Which brings me to today's love you love story. These are my favorites. I like ranting, but I also like telling the stories of happy women. And I have an endless supply of these things. When I run out of these things, I should retire. Love you love story. Hi, Evan. I'm writing to say thank you. As a member of your inaugural Love You class, I can say your words of wisdom and the support of my Love You girlfriends helped me find a wonderful man who is now my fiance. Although in the past I have been a coach to single men and women, I couldn't get out of my own way to find love. Your clear no BS approach and male perspective made a big difference as I dated online to find my man. I dated my fiance for two years and eight months before he proposed, and I'm so happy we took this time. Your don't get married for two years rang in the back of my head, but this time was transformational right down to engagement day. Taking the time to get to know one another and work out issues has been critical in making me know that this man is right for me. So much crept up after year one and year two, which is what we would have missed if we had rushed things. One of the best things about my fiance and our relationship is how we work through tough feelings and tough situations. I know we can make our way through anything and I know he'll be by my side forever no matter what love brings. He showed me how to be a committed partner, how to express myself, and what it's like to be with someone who will never quit on me. I can honestly say I've never experienced this kind of love. At the end of the, end of the day, these are the things that matter, and Evan, you highlighted this. What is important? Is it the petty issues, amazing sex, off-the-charts attraction? No. We do have great sex, and I'm very attracted to him, but he's my fiancé because of the man he is to me and to my children. So much of this seems like a no-brainer, but honestly, none of it was. Evan, you made it into a no-brainer. Sometimes I wish I'd known these things sooner, but then I wouldn't be where I am now, and where I am now feels so damn good. I hope to see you at our wedding, XO Elizabeth. I know it may be boring to you, but it is why I wake up every day to do this job for the past 20 years. It never, ever gets old for me. So before we go, to wrap up, a quick reminder about my two upcoming events. Uh, they're coming up soon. So if you are uh, attentively listening through the end of this podcast because you want to change in your love life, pay attention, click through. First is this new live stream, live stream presentation. It's an hour-long presentation called Follow Your Heart, Use Your Head, How to Create a Love That Lasts a Lifetime. You could access it by going to evanmarkkatz.com forward slash live stream. And you could attend my event on Thursday, July 27th, which is my birthday. And I will be talking to you on my birthday. That's my gift to you. 
5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, evanmarkatz.com forward slash live stream. And the second event, of course, is Believe in Love Bootcamp. First time I'm ever doing this. And if you are sick of dating men who fail to love you, if you are tired of swiping and texting and hooking up and wondering where things are going, if you are sitting on the sidelines because you don't believe that anything good could ever happen to you and you're not sure if you want to persevere, Believe in Love Bootcamp is your cure. It's a one-day intensive training on Saturday, August 5th that will get you unstuck, jumpstart your love life, and make love inevitable. Go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash bootcamp and register before the program sells out, which it will. Uh, my name is Evan Mark Katz. I'm a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the Love You podcast. If you enjoy, enjoyed today's content and you're watching on YouTube, please uh, click on the button to subscribe and the bell to be notified when new content comes out. If you're on a podcast platform, uh, please leave, leave a nice review. It means a lot to me. I read them. The algorithm picks up on it. And it's going to encourage other women to be brave and take action in their love life as well. And finally, uh, the big the big thing, if you want to finally cut to the chase and find yourself a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, go to evanmarkcats.com forward slash apply. Watch my video on how to fix your broken man picker. And soon we will get you in a community of other smart women who... who, who don't forget their lines at the end of the podcast <laughs> and do get the love that they deserve. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Are you the woman who has everything except a man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, Learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkcats.com and click on the Apply for Coaching button to get started.